Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I am so happy you joined today. And I just want to say, we are in a world that is just out of control. And our children are riding the roller coaster of confusion and distortion. You know, God's word said, what is right is wrong. What is wrong is right. And that is what's happening in our world today. And I'm going to talk about transgenderism and homosexuality and how we can explain what that is to our children. In an article dated February 2021 from the News Gallup, it says that 86.7% of U.S. adults identify themselves as heterosexual or straight. And it says roughly 5.6% of the U.S. adults or 18 million people identify themselves as part of the LGBTQ community, specifically lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender individuals. It says one in six adults in Generation Z consider themselves GBT. GBT is gay, bi, and trans. So what are we doing? How are we helping our children to navigate through this world that it wasn't a world I lived in? It wasn't like this when I was growing up, at least not to this extent. We knew that there was homosexual people, but pretty much they did stay in the closet. And listen, this is not about bashing homosexuals or trans, okay? They are made in the image of Christ and we're to love them and we're to show them and point them to Christ. And I think part of the problem of why they're so out there and getting a lot of the headlines and a lot of attention is because of the church and Christians who bash them and put them down. And that's not what the church is about. So we're to love them and point them to Christ because their sin is no different from my sin. Sin is sin. So during preschool and early elementary years, children explore what it means to be a boy or a girl, especially in pretend play. Girls try out being a dad and boys may try on girly clothes. This is normal. My daughter loved playing with her brother's toys and my son used to play with his sister using their dolls in their dollhouse and they played tea party together. My children were only two years apart. If your child tells you, I really like playing with girls toys or I wish I was a boy so I could do that, don't worry. That's likely to be short term. The experts state that gender identity tends to be established by age four. So they know by age four, look, I am a little boy, and yes, I am a little girl. If your child consistently wants to change their gender identity, and it seems to be a stressful issue for them, then you need to get professional Christian help. Transgenderism is also called gender confusion, gender identity disorder, gender non-conforming people, or gender dysphoria. Transgender people often experience gender dysphoria, a distressing connection between the sex assigned them at birth and their internal identity, what they feel. You know, it's a confusing subject for an adult to comprehend and understand, even more so for a child, especially when a child is being raised in a Christian home and understands that it is a sin for a man to be a woman or a woman to be a man. Yet Uncle Matt, everyone who loves and adore, he's the life of the party, is now a woman. 
and his detestable sin is visible for all to see. God has spoken about this type of sin. A woman must not wear men's clothing, nor a man wear women's clothing, for the Lord your God detests anyone who does this. That's Deuteronomy 22.5. Now remember, it's a detestable sin, but we're to love the individual because we're all sinners. So perhaps your child has mentioned that Aunt Christine has a girlfriend and they're getting married. Isn't that sinful, Mommy? How do you handle this? Well, we know that in the Old Testament, there are two references condemning homosexuality. Do not lie with a man as one lies with a woman. That is detestable. That's Leviticus 18.22. And if a man lies with a man as one lies with a woman, both of them have done what is detestable. They must be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. And that's in Leviticus 20.13. Then 1 Corinthians 6 verses 9 through 10 and 1 Timothy 1 verse 10 both reiterate the sin and claim that these wrongdoers will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Now these, remember, are people who do this but have not confessed their love for Christ or their faith in him. Because once you confess your love for Christ and your faith in him and you believe, you are saved. There's no, you're saved unless you're a homosexual, unless you're a transgender, unless you're an alcoholic, unless you're a drug dealer. No, there's no exceptions. You are saved. But if they're not saved, these wrongdoers will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Remember, the most important fact is that we all sin. As sinners, we're saved by Christ. We are to love others and to bring them to Christ, not to condemn them. For we are not the judge and the jury. Only God, who knows the heart, is qualified to judge what he has created. Explain to your child that sin entered the world and ruined everything, including how some people see themselves. The verses you can reference are Matthew 15, 19, and Romans 3, 23, and 5, verses 12 through 13. And look at the ESV version of those verses. So sin ruined everything. You know, it ruined how Christians are supposed to behave also. As I said, I believe some in the church have done a great disservice to God's word, and in their zest to condemn, they have damaged the possibility of winning sinners over to Christ. And we have a perfect example of this in God's word. In Romans 2:24, God's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. He's talking about those who were supposed to adhere to God's word and live by his commands. We're not doing so. No, they were looking at the Pharisees and they're saying, I don't want to worship that God. Not if that's how the people behave. When those who claim to be Christians spew hateful words and behave in an unchristlike way, it distorts Christianity and it dishonors God. Non-believers see those sinful, hateful actions and blame them on the very faith that is supposed to save them. So what do you say to your seven-year-old who looks up at you with their innocent eyes and inquisitive mind and asks, Mommy, what does transgenderism mean? Or why does Andrew want to be a girl and change his name to Andrea? Can a girl be turned into a boy? Why does Uncle Matthew look and dress like a lady? Mommy, I'm a little boy, but will I change into a girl? These are some of the questions kids are asking. Well, here are a few ways to handle this sensitive topic with your child. First, take a deep breath, breathing in the Holy Spirit and exhaling any stress before you engage in dialogue with your child. Remember, we are not the experts. 
in this field, and even the experts are still trying to figure how to handle, you know, how to deal with this with children. Ask your child, why are they asking those questions? Find out the details of the situation that has afforded them this opportunity to ask these questions before you address the topic. You might want to say, where did you hear that or see that? Or what do you think transgenderism means? Or what does homosexuality mean? Or do you think a boy can turn into a girl? Ask them these questions to find out their knowledge, what they're thinking, and to correct any wrong thought. Explain to your child that God made us all in his image. He made us male and female. And some people get confused with their feelings and think they should change from a boy to a girl or girl to a boy. This is sinful, and maybe they don't know God or God's word. We need to pray for them to find Jesus and for Jesus to open their hearts to receive him as their Savior. Then the Holy Spirit will guide them into all truth, and that truth will set them free from the lies of the devil. We are not to judge them or hate them. We are to love them and pray for them and be there for them if they want to talk about it. Perhaps an older child or a younger child asks a question you don't know the answer to. Make sure to be honest and tell them you just don't know. Tell your little one you will talk with them later as you want to make sure you have all the answers and and have the correct answers. And with an older child, perhaps the two of you might want to search the subject together. Jeff Johnson wrote an informative article with helpful resources from Focus on the Family. He states, keep it affirming first. When children see a transgender person on the news or on the street, they may feel curious, alarmed, confused, or afraid. So when they ask a question about it, they're not just asking for details about transgenderism, they're also asking for comfort and affirmation. As a parent, you can respond positively. You could say that I'm so glad that God made you a girl or I'm happy you're my child and that you're a boy, or what's good about being a girl? What's good about being a boy? Have a discussion. For some helpful resources, for guidelines about dealing with different scenarios, download their free resource, When Transgender Issues Enter Your World, How Christians Can Respond with Compassion, Courage, and Truth. They also have the talk, Healthy Sexual Education, Basic Goals and Guidance from Focus on the Family and they have a transgender resource page, how to talk to your children about homosexuality, equipping parents to respond to gender-confusing messages in school, secure daughters, confident sons, how parents guide their children into an authentic masculinity and femininity, and subscribe to The Daily Citizen. That is a weekly e-newsletter that keeps you informed about issues that affect you, your family, the church, and the culture. And I'll have the link to focus on the family where you can find all these wonderful resources. Ellie Clip discusses transgenderism in her book titled, I Don't Have to Choose. She uses pictures to show how some boys and girls can have similar interests in life, but that does not determine their gender. She explains that God created everyone either with XX or XY chromosomes, and God determined who would be a boy or who would be a girl. So regardless of what anyone else says, a person does not have to choose based upon feelings or what the world tells them. And I'll have the link to her book in the show notes. I pray for you and your families every day, everyone who is listening to this podcast. And I'm also praying for those who are lost and they're not following Christ. I pray that Christ calls them to him. And I pray also that we are the light in this ever-increasing dark world 
showing Christ who lives in us, giving love and compassion and understanding. And I pray that God will equip you and bless you and that you will raise the next generation of strong Christian kids and who will love unconditionally those who were created in God's image. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.